Welcome to the land of drama and delusion, where we escape our current reality in order to build our desired one. I'm your host, Deasia, and I'm coming to you with episode five. Today is a special, special episode. Um, I want to focus on talking about working laterally and using the people around you. I know our society often encourages us to focus on working up because we're trying to elevate, but in the words of the great Issa Rae, she always emphasized the importance of working with those on your level um, and therefore with the numbers and the mass that you're working with, you're able to elevate. And I've used this mindset for a long time. Um, my biggest area where I probably use this is when it comes to planning my birthday parties because it is an extravaganza every year. I only live to plan a birthday and experience my birthday. And I'm always like, I want a photographer. I want a DJ. I want everything. But I'm also 21 and in college, right? So I'm poor. Um, so I know a lot of creatives. So photographers that I met in college, I would reach out to them to see if they could like shoot my birthday party. And it would give them the experience of like shooting live and like in action, as well as me being able to get photos at a more affordable rate. Um, DJs, same method. So I would encourage people to continue to look around at the people around you and see what gifts and talents that they have so that we can work together to achieve a bigger picture and continue to elevate. Even when it comes to this podcast, my best friend, one of them, Dylan, he is um, in like music and he makes beats. So of course I reached out to him to curate my intro music for the pod. And that also eliminated the idea of having to go through licensing, which can be very tricky. But in the spirit of that, we have a special treat today because we have the pods, Dramatic and Delusional's very first guest, um, Elise Alston. And we... We're going to get into how we met and how that relationship fostered, but just to give you all some context, I'm going to send out, I mean, going to speak up a little intro. So Elise Alston is the creator and founder of Girls Who Collab, which is a woman-only creative networking community aimed at connecting like-minded Chicago creators to each other and the city around them. She is a Metro Detroit native, but has been a Chicago resident for the last six years. During her time in Chicago, she has built a community as a content creator on TikTok and Instagram under the name Elise A. Alston. And when she's not sharing happy hour recommendations, cocktail recipes, or sharing the best work from home location, she's being a corporate baddie working in healthcare administration. Welcome to Dramatic and Delusional, Elise. Hi, I'm so excited for this. Me too. Thank you so much for coming on the pod today and breaking the ice of being the very first guest. How does that feel to be the number one? Oh, I'm honored. And as a Leo, it's definitely stroking my ego. So that feels <laughs> <good>. <laughs> no, but it's, no, <laughs> no, but it's, no, it really is. It's an honor. And I am like really excited to a like, I li- you know, I listen to your podcast. I've always told you, you should have a podcast and that I was going yeah. to podcast. Um, but also living out my dreams have always wanted to be on one. So this is, a yeah, this is fulfilling a, a bucket list item for me. So I'm really excited. Okay. I'm so happy to be contributing to that bucket list <laughs> item. I think just, you know, as a way to get the jitters out, as a way to get the listeners to get to know you better, 
I think we should start off by having like a few rapid fire questions. Just I'm going to shoot out some questions and just let us know what comes top to mind, top of mind. Okay. Um, my favorite question, and you, I'm sure you'll enjoy this one too. Please share your big three. Oh, of course. Um, I'm a Leo sun, a Libra rising, and a Gemini moon. The Gemini moon. Wonderful. Gives me gives me a little a little bit of an issue, but you know, we're navigating through <laughs> it. Navigating through it. <laughs> I feel like Geminis get so much flack when in like the astrology community. Especially the men for sure. But I think the moon, when I found out that I was a Gemini moon, it made a lot, it made a lot of sense. So I can just like flip a switch. And that's not always mm-hmm. that's not always bad, but it does come with its complications, but I think with the, the Libra risingness, like the scales kind of helps balance it out, but then the Leo is always Leoing. So yes, yeah. that dominant, which sign do you think gets the most backlash? I mean, Leos have a bad rap for some reason. And I just don't, I don't get it. I don't understand. Like, I think that we no. are known to be self-absorbed, but in what it does to be the center of attention, but that's not even in, I think we, we love ourselves and everyone else around us love ourselves, love themselves just as much as we yes. love ourselves. Like we just elude that same energy and try to get everyone on the same page. And so I just think that people just take that negatively for some reason, or it gets, mm-hmm. but yeah, they definitely do Scorpios, not a good look. Uh, and yeah, no, Gemini's get a lot of, yeah, get for sure. Yeah. They get a lot. I feel like both like yeah. Most of the time, it's just like the men who get the backlash. But I think for Gemini's, it doesn't matter. Like they just. Right. Get it. Right. Well, I mean, we've talked about my, um, you know, my, my thought on a certain, on a certain. Yes. I'm going to keep that opinion to myself of the one that the ones that are really the problems. But, you know. Yes. OK. And what's your favorite trend on TikTok right now? Oh, I love like the FaceTime format of you know, like feeling like you're like on the phone with someone and someone that mm-hmm. like mom 16 times a day and FaceTimes her and <laughs> makes fun of me. She's like, oh, is this the cooking show? Is this the makeup show? Um, I love that. Like, you know, the feeling that you're like actually really connecting to someone through a phone. That's my favorite one right now. Okay. And would you rather enjoy a perfectly executed salad or a perfectly executed sandwich? Ooh, a sandwich. I'm a okay. big girl. That's my mm-hmm. vibe. That's my that's my Achilles heel is, is bread. So definitely a sandwich with the sauce okay. thing. It has to have sauce mm-hmm. on it. Mm-hmm. I'm a big sandwich girl. Okay. And your go-to cocktail? Well, we all know it's an espresso martini. Espresso <laughs> martini. Um, no, but yeah, espresso martini at home. If I'm making a cocktail at home though, um, probably like some type of vodka blueberry-ness thing that's really easy. Mm-hmm. I'm also turned into a dirty martini girl. Like I just started like an olives and olive juice. So I'm okay. That's really easy to make at home. But if I'm going out, espresso martini, because I don't have an espresso machine at home. So I can't really make it. Okay. Okay. And do you prefer spring or fall as a season? Oh, I would say fall. They, they both, they both are, are, are weird in their own way I think mm-hmm. there's you know I don't know they're like in between yeah it's like, like they can swing the other way and I just like and so sometimes it confuses me but I guess it's I guess fall because you can get you get the jackets together mm-hmm. 
Okay. And camping or road trip? Camping for sure. I love camping. Really? I know a lot. That's part of my, when people meet me and I'm like, oh, I go camping every summer with my friends in a tent. They're Mm -hmm. like, really? Because that's not the vibes you give off, but you just sit there and do nothing. You know, you just care. But it's like, it's like dirt and like in a tent. Like if I camp, first of all, I really don't like camping, but if I were to be like, I'm going to take one for the team and camp, you better believe I'm going to be in a cabin. Like that's camping. Like we're in the woods. I could go on a hike and then come back to warm water, shower, recenter myself in order to go back in the wilderness after, you know what I mean? Like getting myself in order again, but just to like be in a tent and it's like naturey and dirt. Like I like nature. I like being in the wilderness and the woods, but like give me shelter, proper shelter as far as like a home to like reset. You're a trooper for doing tent life. Do you do like a- an I mean, air mattress uh, yeah oh yeah I'm not sleeping in a uh, on a on a sleeping bag like on the ground okay. but mm-hmm. give me, like give me a tarp to put you know we usually put like a tarp on the ground of the tent to like mm-hmm. catch any dirt and stuff just so we're not like on like the actual floor of the tent yeah always have an air mattress I always go to one too that has like electricity so we can like charge our phones we can like mm-hmm. play music like every time I go I go up north Michigan like Traverse City area with my um friends from my hometown and we usually just use the tent as like a means of of as like like a means of lodging like we still like yeah. go to bars and go to like wineries and stuff there's a lot okay of there so we just make it to a little fun girls trip but like during the day you just sit in chairs and just eat hot dogs and just like drink and it's just play we hit a volleyball all the time it's just fun it's just like okay building you know, community yeah there's a bath you know there's a bathroom you can shower but we only do like one or two days anyway so yeah, I mean, I get the cabin thing. A cabin's always the vibe, but no, I love camping. I hate being in the car. I get kind of, um, I get a little, I get a little anxious and a little bored. So. Okay, okay, and then okay, mm, this is a good one. Would you rather be a stay-at-home wife or a CEO? <laughs> this is gonna sound bad as a founder, but a stay-at-home wife for sure. I mean, honestly. <laughs> It's, it's, it's gonna sound bad like I always you know when I when I think about retiring I always thought retiring was gonna be someone taking me out the game you know mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. you just quit your job honey and all and I got it but you know what I, I mean it's fine but stay at home wife okay okay stay and emphasis wife. on like stay at home wife rather than like stay at home mom because I feel like saying stay at home wife gives you the option whether or not you choose to have kids or not but like you still get the luxury to like stay home, you know, if you guys yeah. can. I, I've recently though have come to the conclusion that I actually like kind of do want kids. I don't know mm-hmm. what that has, what it's been correlated to. But yeah. Like definitely a wife, but hopefully a, a, a mom and wife, but we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Okay. Since we're, it is like the holiday time. Um, and gift giving is, you know, heightened during this time. Would you rather, are you a person who gift wraps or puts the item in like gift bags and, and gives your gifts? Wraps for, I'm like the designated wrapper for the family. Really? Um, yeah. My mom just lays out all the stuff in the basement and I just like go down there and do it real quick. I love wrapping, love wrapping. I am not scared. I wrapped two gifts yesterday and I was sweating. Like it was really? 
So I, I am not a rapper. My mom was not a gift wrapper. Like put that in a bag and put some tissue paper on top and call it a day. Like it's so tedious. Oh no, I want to do the ribbon. I want to do the, the, the name tags. I want to do all of it. I love it. It's so fun. Yeah, I commend, it's really satisfying to watch. Like I really like watching people wrap gifts, but like for me to actually do it. And then once you get like those intricate gifts, you're like, well, how am I gonna wrap this? So to speak, you know, like it's not like a standard shape or something. I'm like, I'm more of a spectator in this round. Like just, I'll put yours in a bag and put tissue paper on top and call it a day. Like, I don't know. I'm not really crafty. No, I mean, it it definitely, I think, it, it definitely takes some some practice and it can get frustrating. Mm-hmm. But I think once you get it down, like it becomes kind of satisfying. So I can see why why watching someone else would do it, doing it would be satisfactory. Like I love seeing, there's that one girl who like wraps a whole bunch of random odd shaped things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And watching her stuff is so fun. So Yeah. And then who, this is probably hard for you to answer, but who has the best happy hour in Chicago? Oh, no, that's easy. RPM Italian. Okay. Really? What makes it so special? Oh, they have, I mean, everything is $8. And if you know Chicago and you know RPM Italian, it being a lettuce entertain you restaurant and like RPM having the, um, you know, the luxury that it gives $8 everything is kind of crazy. And the the food is really good. Like it's arancini, it's zucchini fritti, it's, it's pizzas. It's like their drinks are really good. You can get a gold, you can get like a seasonal old fashioned. Like they have a really good array and assortment of things and eight dollars everything you can literally get everything on the menu and it'll be like 50 bucks which is crazy yeah yeah that does and i i can i agree with that because sometimes i feel like these happy hours do not be happy like they look really sad (laughs) right right exactly they look like they have two things on the menu they're the things they're like the reject items you know like they're you leave and you're still like oh at you know nine o'clock i need to get chick-fil-a like it's it's not it's not doing what it's supposed to be doing in my opinion. So. Right. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Maybe this, this question's a little controversial, but let's spice it up. What's your biggest pet peeve you see on TikTok right now with some creators or just like, it can be creator related or just like app, just like when you are on this app, what's your biggest pet peeve? My biggest. (laughs) Can I give two or can I? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Okay. Number one, my first one is the relatability thing. Um, I I think people need to need to let that one go. I understand there's a difference between being relatable and um, being out of touch, but mm-hmm. um, I I I watch people that are not relatable to me in any way. Like I just recently followed this girl that lives in Dallas that is 36 year old 36 years old and has a toddler. I can't mm-hmm. believe her at all, but she's like my new favorite person on the app. Yeah. So, like, I just think the relatability thing is is kind of an issue, and it's putting a little bit too much pressure on influencers because I think mm-hmm. it's like to me sometimes real relatability yields me to only prove them relatable is to talk about like the issues I have in my life, mm-hmm. and I just don't like I'm going on the internet to kind of escape. Yeah. Those as a viewer and a consumer of TikToks myself, mm-hmm. that's what I'm looking for as well in the content that I'm watching. So, like, I think that relatability aspect is is kind of it's not really fair um but that's one the second one is the people that say oh I got a hundred thousand followers in four months and this is how I did it and they're like oh they try to like attribute to like oh their content's just like overarching and very overachieving but it's re- mm-hmm. in reality though, you're giving most of your content is giving tips to people 
that are wanting to become content creators. So you're you're preying on a collective goal that you know that people yeah. are, are wanting. So you're con so you're really not even really getting so like your following is based on giving tips, not on like your personality really mm -hmm. or that you're putting out good content or like things your like creativity. that. Creativity. Mm -hmm. Yeah, your creativity is just based upon like, you know, again, you preying on the idea and the thought that a lot of people, this is people view being a content creator as a luxury and making mm -hmm. a lot of money. And you're preying on that that thought and that wish out of people. So I just think that's I I just hate it. Like every time I see yeah. creator tip creator tips, I scroll. So yeah. Quick, instant scroll. Instant. They're like, they're like, this is how I got nope. Bye. See ya. Yeah. yeah, I think some, what are some instant scrolls? Instant scrolls for me, um, I don't know who needs to hear this, scroll. Yeah. Unpopular opinion, scroll. Yep. Like, um, Honestly, get I, ready with me, scroll. <laughs> scroll like, that's why like, I'll do a get ready with me, but I'll just get to the point. I'll skip the yeah. get ready with me too. Like it works for Alex Earl because she already has that community and she's the one yeah. that like, didn't put it on the map, but she really took that it made it her whole entire brand. Yeah. Uh, and so like that works for her. But if I see if someone else doing it, I'm just like, scroll. Well, it's a pet peeve of mine. Like I like TikTok for me replaces TV most of the time. Yeah. So I do kind of like the long form content where I'm like, okay, I can have this TikTok on, but like don't have to scroll too quickly because it's a couple minutes. Right. But I really hate when people are doing get ready with me's and then like they're like, go to the next video to see the result. Like then I'm not getting like, come on now. No, right, we're not getting ready together. Like let's do the whole thing. Yeah. Do it in one sitting. You know what I mean? Like I and like I get it. They're like, oh, that gives me more reason to post. That makes them engage with my content more. And I get it. I get it. But I don't want to deal with that. Like if I want right. the end result to be in that initial video. Exactly. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, I agree. Those are some, and then you know what else is a, like, this is a more of like an app pet peeve, but when you follow someone and then if you go to like your following portion, you know what I mean? Like when you can just see who you follow and only their videos are like bombarded when you first follow them. Does that happen to you? Yes. No, I was, yes. I'm so glad you said that because that is my pet peeve. And I think that's what makes people unfollow people immediately after they follow yeah. them. Because I've done that before. I'd be like, like I follow people based on the video that I'm seeing and like their last couple videos I've, you know, like their most recent ones. So I don't need to go way back till to two months ago or even two weeks ago if they're right. posting every single day. And so like stop bombarding my whole entire following with their videos because now I'm annoyed because I'm over-consuming. Yes, exactly. So, um, yeah, I hate that And too. I feel like that's like a TikTok flaw, like an app flaw, right? Like- Yes, for sure. And and then sometimes, and then it gets annoying because you get bombarded with them. And then the people you actually follow, at least for me, like, I don't see their content really. No, no, Even no. when I go to just the follower section, like yep. I won't see new videos of the people I actually follow. Yep. So like now sometimes like if I'm like, geez, I really like this creator and I really like their videos, I won't follow them, but I will watch their videos all the way through every time I see it and engage so that they stay on my for you page, but I won't follow them because if I do, I don't see their new content. Yeah, no, I feel that same way for one, because like, I feel like the only people I really see are the people that I'm friends with. So like we both follow each other because mm -hmm. it's a whole separate section, you know? Yeah. I'm following people like, yeah, their stuff won't show up. And then sometimes too, I know this is probably bad, but it's just like me knowing myself is that, yeah, if I really like someone's content, I won't follow them because um, 
it's almost like a treat when they pop up, you know? Mm-hmm. It's yeah. Like, yeah. It's almost like when, cause I'll beat something to death. Like I know mm-hmm. how to like, when it comes to a song, whatever, yeah. it's <laughs> like back when I used to listen to the radio and I wasn't like mostly on Spotify, you know, I would never add a song to my playlist. Cause if I do that, I'll listen to it all the time, mm-hmm. all day, days, weeks, months. And then I'll just like drop it. Like it never, you know, never. Existed. Yeah. And this is, and this is where the Gemini moon comes in. This is a Gemini moon issue. I think um is that I can just like really be really absorbed with something and then just yeah like, drop it I'm like it never it. existed yeah right I'm just like I'm <laughs> over it so I in order to offset that I just like won't follow them or I won't listen to something or I won't add it to a playlist because when I do hear it then it's like a little treat and I'm like right. oh my god they popped up on my for you page because I haven't seen them in a while it's like one of my favorite content creators and I know that's probably not good for their numbers as a person that also you know people put an emphasis on your following but I don't know. It's kind of how I like offset these little small nuances with it. With, with right. Yeah. And I thinking going back to your re- relatability um, idea or like your thoughts around it, I was just kind of scrolling through in my brain, like who I follow that and like why I follow them. And there's this one creator who I follow that I have absolutely nothing in common with other than the fact that we're black women. Yeah. Um, but she's like a wife lives in London. She has like one kid. Um, but, she, and she's absolutely beautiful. I think her name is like Whitney Woods, but she used to go by her at used to be like fashionably jet lagged or something like that. And she is super, super like luxury. Like she's like, I'm going to go pick up my son from school decked out in like Prada, like just the most exquisite attire. Like her wardrobe is insane. Like they're very wealthy. Wow. And I think I just gravitate towards her one because I like her style and I get to like learn about different designers and stuff that she has. Her body is insane. Like I think she used to be a dancer, but to have like one kid who's still relatively young, she looks like she's never seen childbirth a day in her life. Um, But I think I, the reason why I gravitate towards her is because I'm like, at least I can like look at something of something I would at least maybe aim to be like, you know what I mean? Of like, exactly this is nice to look at because although this is not my reality, like right. maybe I'm striving towards that. And like <laughs> me watching your content is like manifesting this for me in the future. For sure. No, I mean, thank you for telling me about her. Cause I'm about to follow her immediately. <laughs> usually, honestly, Deja, usually you send me people like that. So I'm, yeah, kind of, you haven't put me on. Um, but, You've seen her before. I'm, I guarantee it. I'm maybe sure. I have. Yeah, no, but um, no, that's how, how I feel about that. I mean, she, I mean, this woman that lives in Dallas or wherever she lives, I mean, she's a white woman, but like, I love Mm -hmm. her house. I love her house. She shows like her and her husband, like really engaging with their kid in the morning before he goes to work. And she's a Mm -hmm. single mom, but like, and they go on a date night every single Wednesday and they, um, switch off and on the weekends, like, and this could all be fake. I mean, I, you know, but it is just like what I want out of a partner. I'm like, this Mm -hmm. is parenting date nights every week. Like, yeah. Know, date nights every week like him being involved the husband being just as involved as the mom and them like right um, in the morning together and stuff like that like it's just it's what I want out of my relationship and what I manifest to be even though I really don't have anything in common with her mm-hmm. um, which is why women from London like I've always wanted to go to London is one of my dream desk places to visit yeah um, from black woman to black woman like yeah obviously that's the goal so right no I'm gonna send it to you I think you would yeah. love her content she's like yeah. super super high she's like oh it's kind of cold and I'm just taking my son to the park pulls out like this ginormous Prada coat and like Prada uh-huh. boots and she's just 
gorgeous. Um, but I think before we get into like the meat and potatoes of the interview, I think we should pour ourselves a glass of wine. I agree. Do you have some nearby? I do. I have my little my moon axe. If you follow me on, tell TikTok. us about it. Then you've um then you've seen this. It did go viral. Um, it's a cab from Trader Joe's. It's I think it's like six ninety nine. They might mm-hmm. have it. I'm not sure, but five 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 to seven dollars. But still a cheap, really good um wine. They do also have a Pinot Noir, but like the red one is the cab one, and it's so good. Every person so I've had on it, they've mm-hmm. they've also liked it. So. Yeah. Are you more of a red rather than white? Yes. I, in the summer, I'm a rosé girl. I do every once in a while love, but I love Prosecco, like Prosecco too, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. My, my love language. Um, but if I'm like chilling, thinking about a glass of wine, I'm like a cab. Cabernet sounds amazing. So. Right. Yeah. I'm not really into reds as much. I feel like sometimes I get a little nauseated if I like have too much red or like more than a glass. But if I do indulge in a red, like a cab is the way to go. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like best, um, uh, I will plug one Chicago winery, not the city winery, but mm-hmm. Chicago winery in River North. They have a really good cab that like has blackberries in it. And the blackberries are like, you can taste them and they feel very, I mean, they taste blackberry-ish. Like yeah, aftertaste and it, it's just it's delicious. It's like my favorite wine. And yeah, that's like you know made in house or like made locally in Chicago. Yeah, I today have speaking of prosecco, I have mm-hmm. it's called Secco. I love the name. I think no, that's same. part of the reason. Wait, let me get my my TikTok YouTube thing going. Okay, there it is. Yeah, this, yeah, yeah. Okay, there. Oh my, my, I got my, it. Yeah. Okay. okay. Secco. I love the name. I love a good simple label. Um, and it's a semi-sparkling wine, very okay. lively. I love bubbles. I feel like it's like a party in your mouth when I drink yeah. Prosecco or champagne. No, and it and it's a screw top, so that's good. Yes, right. I'm like my parents, they don't drink, so I'm like, I have to get a screw top because they don't have a wine opener. I'm you know, I'm visiting with my parents for the holiday season. Yeah, it's always you always got to adjust when you go home, right? So from like your my own mom, apartment. My mom literally called me. She's like, "So, how many bottles of prosecco do we need for when you come home?" Like, <laughs> she's like, she's like, like tw- she's like, how long are you gonna be home? I was like, like eleven days. She's like, so eleven bottles. I'm like, oh I'm my like, god, I'm like, dramatic that I drink a bottle a day. Right? Is she the Leo dramatic. being so dramatic? Oh, she's no, she's a Libra. So I mean, I think Libras are dramatic though. I think they are. Like, they are. I was like, no, actually, I'm gonna live the sober life. I think when I'm home, so. You must have She's a little like, bit. Look at you. Yeah, okay. She Let's play. pour it up. Okay. I love the sound. I know. It's so satisfying. Beautiful. Um, and then we got to do a virtual cheers. 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 Oh, this is really good. This is really good. Wow. I'm not Okay. Buy- okay, TJ. <laughs> oh, wait. Wrong way. Dude, Trader Joe's plug. They, they are but the thing is in new york you cannot buy liquor at trader joe's like the only thing like at trader joe's whole foods like you can only buy like beer and wine and like even the trader joe's like their wine selection is not thorough like it's wow yeah it's literally devastating when i first moved there i went to trader joe's because i was like 
oh, that's where I get my tequila. That's where I get like all my hard liquor because it's a decent price and it's actually not that bad, like tasting. Right. Right. And so I get in there and I'm like looking for it. And then I ask, I'm like, hi, like, where's your like alcohol? And they're like rubbing. I'm like, like tequila. And they're like, they looked at me crazy. They looked at me crazy. And I'm like, and then I learned like, oh, in New York, like the laws are places like Target, Trader Joe's, Whole Foods, like it's really only beer and wine. Like you have to go to a liquor store to have hard liquor. That's how it is too in like Denver. Cause one of my friends lives in Denver and she was saying the same thing. And I was like, that's crazy. It's wild. It's insane. Like that was a big adjustment and like flag on the play for New York. That was like no. a, a check mark in Chicago's box for which hey, is the university. You know, I've always, I've always been a pro Chicago girly, but I've also never <laughs> So I really can't talk, but we have to, that's the next phase. We have to get you. To oh yeah. Work. We're going to fix that. Yeah. I was really going to be like, uh, I'm going to come in like March or April. So yeah, I think you would absolutely eat it up. Like, I think that's you would really, I, just, I don't know, but you would like, you'd be like, where's my gossip? You'd be in your gossip girl era. Like you would love it. I know. I feel like I already know it just because I watch gossip girl yearly and I've always mm -hmm. already watched it. Like you know, I've already watched Gossip Girl through like eight times. Nine yeah. Times. Right. So, so you already I'm, know. Right. I'm like, oh yeah, like I know where everything is. So you literally live there. <laughs> literally. I was like, it's like I lived there already. Like I, I, you know, I am Serena Vanderwoodson, just the black girl version. <laughs> literally. Um, okay. Now let's really get into it. We have you here and you have been making your presence known through social media, through Instagram and TikTok are your main mediums. Um, and now you've tapped into starting your own creative network as well. So tell us about how you kind of started your content creator journey. Um, well, like all great things that started with a breakup. <laughs> um, okay. But, no, but I, um, yeah, no, I mean, I started posting on TikTok. Well, I started posting like random videos, 2020, like random, mm -hmm. like jumping on little trends, but they would never like manifest they would get like 2,000 views whatever um because they would just be again following the trends just be funny just for shits and giggles but um yeah I went through a breakup and was really sad and I had to move apartments and it was a whole whole thing and so in the beginning of the year in 2022 I um I would start to make like little this like little week recaps and mm -hmm. it was just kind of like you know romanticized living life that even though I was like really sad, really upset that I could look back on and just be like, you know what? Like, even though it felt like the world was ending, you were still like surviving. You were still doing right. things, small things that still were important to be doing and, and healing through. So like hanging out with my friends, going to the grocery store. I like to paint sometimes, like just doing random things. And, and it was a judgment adjustment because we were like almost living together. And so like, I got to move apartment. So that was really started. And then I wasn't really doing it really seriously. I wasn't consistent or anything. Um, I then started to be like, let me actually post something that I really care and like, which is food mm -hmm. and outfits. And that's how it started was posting like, oh, this is what I would wear to this restaurant in Chicago. And then I would like highlight some food places. And then I would, then this year, I think I started what really like made my account go like get into like the thousand get like a thousand followers is um I did like a Sunday fun day itinerary then I like started doing some itineraries and just like really try to focus on the things I was already doing and then just like posting it instead of like overthinking it and now I'm more so 
don't know. I'm trying to lean into my personality a little bit more. I think I was obviously scared to do that because I wanted to be so perfect for the internet. Mm-hmm. And I didn't mm-hmm. I was scared of criticism from like random teeny boppers on the internet because yeah. people on the internet are mean, man. Like they're they brave. Yeah. They're- Would you say that your biggest reservation with starting just content creation as an individual as well as girls who collab was like your your fear of judgment and criticism or what would you say your biggest reservation was absolutely the fear of criticism and judgment especially from the people in my real life especially Mm -hmm. coming from a small suburb in in um in michigan like metro detroit or outside of detroit because some people don't know what metro detroit is but it's Mm -hmm. a suburb of detroit um (laughs) um i you know, like, you know, you have those people in high school trying to be rappers and you make fun of those people, you know, like yeah. at the time, you make fun of those people and you judge them. And I was scared that, you know, I was going to be, pe- I was going to be in, going to be in people's um group chats and I was mm-hmm. going to talk about the town and whatever. So the judgment around specifically people from high school from my hometown, which is crazy because I don't even live in my hometown anymore, was what made me scared to start and especially to scared to like put my TikToks on Instagram like I made a whole new Instagram separate from mm-hmm. the one that from high school followed me from or on um and then that and yeah too like I mean my job like I was like I don't know what I want to be I don't want to be people to, be able to people to be able to google me and see like my TikToks or see yeah like my my coworkers. like I was mm-hmm. just I was scared of of what I would be judged from in my in my real life for sure. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, I was honestly more scared to post my TikToks or have people from my hometown know how to TikTok than I was to start Girls Who Collab, which is crazy. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Like that, like that, the Girls Who Collab thing just kind of came easy to me. I was just like, okay, people can hate if they want. And, but either way, like, I think this is a good idea. I hope or think it's going to be successful. So, but making little videos on the internet just seemed a little bit more embarrassing to me for some reason. Okay. And would you say that being in Chicago also like fostered that desire to be a content creator just because the city offers so much? Yeah. I mean, there's always something going on in Chicago. Always. I know people don't like to hear this or they don't agree, but Chicago is the, has the best food in the country. I don't Mm -hmm. care what anyone says. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, I mean, I eat out all the time, so why not capitalize it and make videos about it? Yeah. Go out all the time. I think I do have pretty good taste in food, drinks, outfits, etc. Um, I've always been that friend that has a lot of clothes. Always been yeah. Stuff. So I'm like, I should I should showcase this on on TikTok. You know, it's doing nothing. Sitting in my closet. I I watch other people do it. Why can't I? Was kind yeah. of like the thought process too. So and it's like you watch other people do it, and you're like it's not that good and I feel like I could do it better right and and honestly there's not that much like black women downtown representation in Chicago either like, yeah that you can't really name that many content creators that are black that live in downtown Chicago like there's just mm-hmm. not and not money that are well known so I was like well I also saw it as like a business mm-hmm. idea too. at the beginning I was like well the best the best time to get into the market is when you have no competition <laughs> so right I thought right. of it in, that, in, in a business sense in that there's not really one in Chicago. So like, why can't mm-hmm. that be? Yes. You know? So I love that. And then like, okay, you have your individual TikTok account and then you also have girls who collab. 
How do you navigate handling both of those content creator journeys simultaneously while building both of them from the ground up? Well, the good thing is that they kind of overlap. So Mm -hmm. it makes it slightly easier, but honestly, I don't, I just don't really sleep. I just don't sleep. Okay. (laughs) I I mean, the, the best, the two things I think are the most important for me or work for me are, um, my planner, I write everything down, like my TikTok schedule, what I want to post on the girls who collab Instagram and TikToks. Like every time I have a thought about a TikTok or a concept, I write it down. Like having those notes to look back on helps me stay really organized. Like I'm really an organized freak. Um, and discipline, honestly, I think discipline is really what helps me. I was that, unfortunately that, um, I'm type A and I was that, I had that mother that was like, well, you can do this better. <laughs> you know, I had that mother, yeah, that was, yeah. you know, you would go like, oh, what's, I got a 89. She's like, well, why wasn't it a 90? So like, I've just always kind of been that unfortunately overachieving or trying mm-hmm. to be a child. Um, and so the discipline just, I'm like, I'll just do it. Cause I have to, and I, you know, I, I believe that you're the maker of your own life. Like your goals. Yes. Goals are only achieved if you make them. You put in the work. Right. Until you put in the work. And so I just think that every single day, I'm just like, well, nothing gets done unless I do it. So Mm -hmm. the discipline part just, you know, comes along with it, but it, it is, it is a lot. It is time. It is time consuming. Staying organized is really important. Um, and again, they, they overlap because I, I love making, uh, although I'm an introvert, I love making content with my friends, collaborating mm-hmm. with my friends, getting ideas from my friends, spending time with my friends, going to drinks with my friends. Like my friends have been my lifeline always. They've always come before my boyfriends. They've always come before anyone else. Yes. Just naturally that thought process, fueling it into girls who collab was just natural and seamless. So like I use my friends and the things that I'm doing with my friends as the content four girls who collab on the TikTok because the TikTok is a little bit more fun than this. Yeah. Um, and it's a little bit more meme So mm-hmm. it's, so, so it makes it easy because you can like reuse footage, but I think staying organized, if anyone is thinking about having multiple Instagram accounts and having multiple TikTok accounts, organizing and writing down your ideas, I think is crucial because again, like if you forget, you can always look back on it. Right. Exactly. And how has working, you kind of touched on it, but working laterally, benefited you through your journey of like creation well everyone has different ideas of how content creation should go and they all have their own tips and tricks and their own recommendations so honestly girls who collab is is what it should be it's a community idea like all my friends I've I've talked to you about it I've gotten feedback from you Mm -hmm. feedback from other creators I've gotten like ideas like and and they've told me like well you should do that even in terms of like starting an LLC starting like the the knowledge that I get from other people who have right that are steps ahead of me or who have gone through similar things or just know more than I that are you know business degrees and x y and z is invaluable using your network of knowledge is just invaluable and so um sometimes too like I'll just say I have a problem and someone will just like be willing to help fix it you know what Mm -hmm. I mean it's just those things of people just coming together to work as a common goal, like elevating each other is what we talked about is, is the goal of girls who collab. And so laterally it's been, it's been enriching. I've met a lot of people. I've gained a lot of knowledge. I've gotten good feedback. I've um, made friends in mm-hmm. the process, which I think is the most important what I want people to get out of girls who collab. Like I want it to be 
you should be able to get if I wanted to just at least make like two more friends that would be to me like mission accomplished mm -hmm. like right you know like you getting a connection you know meeting someone at an event or seeing that someone else follows the spells Instagram or TikTok you you coming on it them coming on it like it's mm -hmm. like it's a slow burn like I want it to eventually be a slow burn to where you're sliding to their DMs and you're like hey I would love to get drinks with you and then being like oh yeah of course and then that's what kickstarted you becoming friends kind of like how you not become friends came I friends. was literally just gonna say yeah. that literally yeah. is deja vu yeah. and you explained exactly how we became friends oh yeah um I saw your content mm -hmm. and I was living in Chicago at the time and I'm like I personally like when I'm looking at people to follow I'm like you're in my same city so I know what you're talking about the recommendations are tangible to me because we share the same city you yeah. know you're funny but what really sold me was when you I think you dropped like a get to know me or something like that and we just had so many things in common that I was like oh my gosh, like I have to meet this girl. And so I commented on your TikTok and I was like, we have so much in common, like we have to get together. And going back to one of my pet peeves uh, with creators, I really don't like when creators don't engage with their comments. Like I get it, depending on the volume, you can't do everyone, but I just right. feel like you should at least, even if you touch a couple, you know what I mean? Like- yeah engage with your audience you know yeah. and so you engage with your audience and you responded back like absolutely and then some time had passed and dm sent a happy hour booked and now we're here yep. on yep. a podcast talking about girls who collab and your personal tiktok and instagram accounts yeah and you know it was funny because the day that we were supposed to go like so many things went wrong that day that I almost canceled on you and I'm so glad that I didn't like remember I chipped my I chipped my tooth on my water bottle <laughs> that, that day and I was like I was so mad and I was like you know and I'm getting to know someone that I'd never met before like I mean it's yeah like, first date vibes you know what I mean mm -hmm. like I look yeah. like that my good impression I be, yeah, yeah I don't want to be in a negative headspace so <laughs> so I was like oh god this girl's just gonna be staring at my tooth the whole time and like <laughs> Think I'm ugly like you know I was like thinking all these things and um like work was stressful that day the guy I was talking to at the time was irritating me so like mm -hmm. it was it was like I just felt like I was in a negative head of space but I was like no I can't let that deter me from like meeting someone that I actually like really want to meet and like connect to so um I'm obviously glad that I went because I don't think I, I would yeah. I would hope that or would think that if we like we probably would have played that reschedule game you know yeah to play. I hate so, that Glad that I I, per, I persevered. Persevered. My, my yeah. situation. <laughs> but, and like yeah. the, and I know some people probably have like reservations and they're just like, oh, well, I'm shy or I'm nervous. And I'm like, even the most extroverted person, like there's still some sort of like hesitation to meeting someone new in general, regardless if you're introverted or extroverted. But I think like one, if you drink, having a drink to ease the nerves help. And when we met up, like we only had one reservation planned, but ended up enjoying each other's company and going to several other locations afterwards oh, yeah. to continue like the vibe. Five hours. Yeah, literally yeah. the first yeah. time we met. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, I, I I really people like to talk on TikTok and be like, oh, you know, it's this, it's that, but if you really know what you're doing or really have like a good perspective on it, it can work in your favor. Like, yeah. As far as opportunities, as far as meeting people, as far as learning about different things and different topics. Like I just, I really appreciate the medium 
a lot. I mean, no, same, and obviously can, you too. Right. It can, I mean, it can be really, it can be really be beneficial. And then, you know, going back to like, everyone is just so, especially in Chicago, everyone is just so creative in my opinion, mm-hmm. like yes. has their own way of doing something. And like going back to Chicago, having the best food in the country, you know, there's so many food creators too in Chicago that mm-hmm. like, and you know that because none of them really overlap with content, you know, unless yeah. there's like an event or an opening, you're not getting the same thing over and over and over and over again. And even so it's, it's presented to you in a different style from each different person. Agreed. And the age, like the different, like the first influencer event I went to was when I realized that like, wow, there's not even, I don't even know a dent. I don't have, I don't even know 2% of these people. I've never seen these people in my life. Like, because the creative scene is that big and everyone ages like the the ages range from like mm-hmm. 22 to 45 and up like all like it's just it's just it's huge and I just yeah you know, want, and, it, and it's over and it's intimidatingly huge that you know there's so many we're not even scratching the surface on the people that people know and and so I just you know want to put Chicago on the map in that and that you know we have good food it's a great city our restaurants yes. are sweet you know, like beautiful city as well. Architecture is insane. Yes. And, and brands, you know, and if, and the more that we put Chicago on the map, the more that brands are going to want to come to Chicago and rent out the spaces Mm -hmm. and, and use Chicago as a backdrop for their promotions. And and it's, it's driving, it's going to help, you know, the Chicago economy too. 100%. So that's like to, you know, the basis of, of girls who collab too, is that, connecting not only creatives to one another but to Chicago itself because I mean girls who collab is is a brand it's a mindset it's a lifestyle it's a network Mm -hmm. all that in one so that's the overarching theme and that's how I want it to be represented and and how you know right that's how I want it to be escalated and to be known as for all four of those things so yeah and like how did you navigate or what advice would you give of someone trying to navigate their identity on social platforms? And like how you talked about how there's several creators on the food scene, but the content doesn't overlap. Like what portion, like what part of identity, like brand identity do you think is going on to where that's not taking place as far as no overlap, so to speak? Um, I just think everyone is just creative in their own way and they have their own strong suits, you know, Mm -hmm. like, whether it's edit, like, I think my, like, I don't know, like the hangry little brunette, her, she is so talented in how she presents food. Um, she does like these little doodle drawings that mm. she, she's the only one doing it. And so that, you know, that's like, when you look at something, you know, that's her, that she's just exploring with her creativity. I find that very impressive. Um, you know, like plates with P she does literally like I mean, there's one person that literally touches every single neighborhood. Yeah. An array of different, you know, different types of food. It's her. Not everyone is doing that. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not doing that. I'm staying in my little River Northwest loop. Yeah. <laughs> and that's fine. And that's yeah. fine. But everyone has their own way of approaching. And again, there's just so many restaurants that that you can't really overlap. I mean, you can't really right. overlap. Everyone is discovering them at different times you know, like the carousel with the pictures on TikTok now. Mm-hmm. That's, I think that's my strong suit. That's what I'm, I think of it, you know, I try to not give myself flowers by being like, oh, it's the lazy version of making a TikTok. But but I think that some people enjoy looking at pictures more right. than they like the video because they can look at it, diff- you know, look at it longer. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and yeah, so like everyone just, you know, everyone just has their own approach to creativity and how they want, they how they record it, present it to the audience, how they cut right. it. And, um, you know, and that's important. So I think if I, my number one advice would just be explore different types of, of editing, explore what works for you. See, like, I don't really think the numbers on TikTok are a good representation of, of your talent. I would like, yes. I would say don't let the numbers deter you from continuously growing, but that is the difference between people who are in it because they actually like it and want to do it. And people are doing it in it that just like want to make money. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, yes. People that still persevere when it's like slow or when their numbers aren't doing what they want it to do. Um, but yeah, just honestly, just, I mean, my number one advice is always just go for it. You never know. Mm-hmm. Can't see success if you don't start. Exactly. So, 100%. So like that's, you know, that's the number one important thing in my opinion. Yeah. And so you just started Girls Who Collab. That is your newest baby. You yeah. know, you're putting everything into it. Blood, sweat, tears, no sleep. Um, so like, tell us why we should, why everyone should be subscribed to the newsletter, what they can find to the newsletter. What's that all about? I mean, I know I'm subscribed. I love yeah. it. But you tell the listeners what the newsletter for Girls Who Collab is all about and and why they should be on the mailing list. Well, for one, it's free. So no harm, no foul. Like you're not wasting any money because it is a monthly thing. So you get it for free. Mm-hmm. Um, a, B, all the information is in one one area. Like I know in the day and age of TikTok and Instagram Reels, saving TikToks and saving information is how we go. Like we go back, we look at the videos, but mm-hmm. you know, we're having a good old fashioned reading, you know, it's all in one place. It's in reading format. I put some mm-hmm. pictures in there for you. Um, but also too, every month is different. So um, you'll get a drink recipe that you can read like a cookbook, you know, like yeah. so go back to good old fashioned reading. Um, I think newsletters are going to be the biggest, the big thing of 2024. Okay. So Heard it here biased. first guys. Heard yeah. it here first. That's just something come from that's biased, but, um, but it's like a fun little girl's guy. Like you don't have to be a creative to be in it. You, you're getting some restaurant racks. You're getting some work from home racks. I think it's really tailored across the board to, give you some creative insight um, in the case that you are looking up to pick up a phone or a camera or start a creative venture. Um, but also too, just you get some good recs about Chicago and around Chicago that I think that, you know, you look forward to every first day of the year. So, I mean, I think it's valuable information. I've gotten feedback, but it's valuable information. Um, and it's, it's, I think it's fun. And and eventually, I mean, so Substack is what it's distributed on. So it does give you the chance to like comment and talk to people, which is what I want. Mm-hmm. Eventually, like if you make a Substack account, then you can like upload a picture, then people can know who subscribed on there. And that could also okay. take away in other people connecting and, you know, kind of being like, oh, Ariana, what are you doing here? Like, I didn't know you subscribed. Like, <laughs> yeah. Subscribe, you know, that type of energy that like then goes into following them on TikTok or Instagram and then leads into you DMing them and then becoming your friend. Like that's the energy you know, that you envision. That, yeah, that I envision and in the platforms that I want and or in the way that I want the um, newsletter to be engaged with is that mm-hmm. or commenting and, and having recommendations or saying, oh, I'd love to see this next year, next month or, you know, what's Yeah, I enjoy them. I, on the newsletter, you have um, creators to like, you introduce different creators, right? Yeah. Which helps, which is helpful of mm-hmm. just learning then yeah. you like for the holiday time, you had gift guides. Um, you also have links to everything in 
the newsletter as well, which is really helpful. The yeah. restaurant recs, and then your OOTD, which is not outfit of the day, rather office of the day. So yeah. let us know what are the criteria that you have for a good OOTD. Oh, that's a good question. Um, my criteria is that for one, the vibes have to be there for sure. Like I think I'm big on environment. Like I live in a studio apartment. So like my apartment for me to work officially in it has to be spotless, spick and span. Mm -hmm. You know, the environment has to be right for me to be in the right place. So like if I'm going to work, I need the environment to be right too. I need to be inviting. I need it to be, um, you know, give me good, like, it needs to be inviting, give me good vibes, give promote, promote motivation. You know, that always helps. Like the, the aesthetics need to be there for sure. Um, I mean, if it has a happy hour, that's a good, mm-hmm. that's a good thing. Cause I can, I can go at like two o'clock happy hour. I can, I can be like, okay, I'm going to work really hard for two hours and I get my little reward at the end of the day. Yeah. I love um, that. That's my little drink to something to look forward to. Um, and so happy hour helps. The statics are the number one. Um, and I visit all these places. Like all the pictures that I take are pictures that I've personally gone and taken. So I would never recommend, I pride myself on giving good recommendations and not just like doing it for clout. So mm-hmm. no one's paying me to promote them yet. Yeah. Yet. Emphasis on yet. I would put though, if it's sponsored or something, I would put that, but mm-hmm. I'm going there, I'm experiencing it. Um, You know how, like, I, I mean, but still, even if someone was paying me and I was like, the vibes weren't right, this food is trash, the drinks are, I, I still, I wouldn't put it in the new, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. I, I, I put myself on my recommendations. So that would never make it. But anyways, but yeah, just know that like, I personally have gone there. I personally have liked it. And I personally have worked on the newsletter while I was there. Right. And done some type or worked on my stuff for my full-time job. So um yeah. So just know that that I, I can be trusted is what I hope that people come okay. to my opinions. I, I can't I I can't help if something weird happens, but just know that that the pictures are from me. I've been there personally. I would recommend it to any of my best friends, anyone mm-hmm. like enough to put it in a newsletter and distribute it to hundreds of people. So Okay. Okay. That's, that's wonderful. And so like, okay, girls who collab, you're bringing people together through the newsletter. Like I mentioned, you'll have a few spotlight creators that you highlight with the bio in their app. Um, but what other ways are you bringing women together for under girls who collab? So the, um, I mean, events are going to be the biggest thing for sure. Um, exciting. Yeah, no, I mean, as a, I do have a, I have a project management certificate, so I love planning and putting things together. Um, I love the little, the little, you know, the little personalized, I love putting my name on something, my initial details. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. all that, I'm, that's what I'm looking most forward to. Um, so my hope is to have in 2024 an event a month. Um, and so to put a, so people can put a face to the creators that they're following. I think obviously mm-hmm. people are better in real life or you get to know them a little bit better in real life. So the events are going to be the number one, number one thing. And the thing I'm looking most forward to in 2024. And do you have to be a creator to be a part of girls who collab? No, no, you don't at all. You can be just a regular smuggler girl that, I mean, you mm-hmm. don't have to be interested in, especially with the newsletter too. Like, I think if you just like Chicago want to have a little bit of insight into what goes on, get creative tips in general. I think that's a, it's a good resource um but no you don't at all um some I mean some events would be 
more networking mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it might like require you to buy a ticket so like it gives people the discretion of whether or not they want to go and network mm-hmm. with people. um but no absolutely not and it is like very content creator heavy yeah but we have some photographers we got some podcast people like we there's a lot of like there are people that are in other areas of the creative scene um that subscribe and that follow the instagram so um yeah i'm just yeah the events are are what's going to really connect the dots and really put right together and then like would you highlight the events in the newsletter for like the following month or like that month yeah oh yeah for sure I mean it would definitely be I mean our, our Instagram is how you stay up to date like in the now mm-hmm. the newsletters are also they're always written you know like a month in advance or a couple of days in advance in anticipation of that month so mm-hmm. like the January like the you know the one that comes out February 1st would be like Valentine's Day Galentine's right mm-hmm. focus but I'm writing in January so it might be a little backlogged when it comes to because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. the events have to of, happen yeah but in terms like to get the content and everything, but in terms of like knowing about the events and, and having the opportunity to um, RSVP to the events, the newsletter would be, would be the place to get, to be in the know. Because I mean, I'm, I would be planning it hopefully a month, two months in advance enough to put that information in the newsletter, but okay, Instagram would be, you know, the most up-to-date in the now. So you are a creator and a corporate baddie, right? Yeah. And do you want to eventually leave corporate and potentially do like girls who collab full-time and content creation full-time? And if so, like, how do you know, or when do you anticipate, not necessarily anticipate, but it's like, once this happens, I know I could put in my two weeks at my nine to five. That, I think about that sometimes and that's scary to me because as someone that has one stream of income at the moment, like, actual streaming income the thought of leaving something that is also a fixed income that I know the dollar amount I'm going to get every mm-hmm. month mm-hmm. So, is, yeah it's is scary it's scary because you know that's that's a real that's what my life depends on at the moment mm-hmm. uh and my job I'm is I'm good enough at it that I can balance girls who collab with it in the moment you know like it's it's seasonally demanding and that like the summer is kind of slow, but the winter is really, um, is, is really hard and it's, and mm-hmm. it's really hard. And so, um, the flexibility that I have in the summer is kind of unmatched. So just, I, I don't, I, I guess when all my bills are paid, all my bills are paid, I've maxed out my 401k, <laughs> I, you know, I've done, I've hit all my financial goals. And girls who collab is making me more money than what I would get in my nine to five. Mm-hmm. Then maybe we can think about it or talk about it. But I just okay. I just don't see that being a thing for another like two three years to be honest. I yeah, I just, yeah. I just I just I just yeah I just don't. And so, but when that day comes, that would just that would be really scary. I, I think even if I even said told my parents that they'd be like, "What are you doing?" Like they're like, what are you oh, doing?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're like, "That's you know, they're boomers. Like that's a fixed income. They still don't yeah." Have- the content creation part um so it's it's fine they're like my daughter just talks to her phone every now and then I don't know what she's doing yeah, but, then, but then my mom goes around and tells people I'm an influencer like no that's people. what 
that's what parents do. Like to your face, they'll be like, what are you doing? And then to other exactly. people, like, so my daughter does, you know, this, that, yeah, other. Like she, yeah. Oh my God. When I was waiting for the train one time, my mom, my parents love to, <laughs> my parents love to stand next to me until I get on the train and like sit <laughs> me and send me off. And yeah, you know, it's cute, whatever. But one morning this lady was, this other lady was like in front of us and she was talking to us and mom's like, well, she's a content, cr- she's an influencer in Chicago. <laughs> you know, like, like the lady was like bragging about how she did like pageants back in the day, whatever. She's like, well, she gets paid to review restaurants. <laughs> uh, this was like really, I was like, oh, her, you should have saw the look I gave her. I was like, girl, I'm gonna need you to reel it in. Like what? But inside you're like, yeah, keep going. Mom. Keep right. Going. I'm like, <laughs> Yeah, but also too, I mean, I, I like to think I'm pretty humble. Like I, mm-hmm. I can't take a good, I can't take a compliment to save my life. So when people compliment me, I just like blink at them twice and I just move. <laughs> so I'm still breathing, but I don't know what to say. <laughs> right, exactly. I'm just like, okay, like great. You know? Thank so you. <laughs> so her, so her like being and me and my mom are like kind of like sisters. So we like totally mm-hmm. totally time. So her being serious enough to to boost me up is is yeah. not a, it's it's kind of a non-serious thing. You know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. It's just, it was, it was to stroke her ego for sure. For sure. For <laughs> but, sure. She's like, this, yeah. this is who I raised and this is what she's oh, doing. Oh yeah. That's how she was with my nieces too. She's like, they're born on my birthday. Like, birthday. <laughs> and I'm like, meant oh. to be. <laughs> right. I'm like, she tells, uh, she's like, well, I have twin grand, she's like, I have twin granddaughters. They were born on my birthday. <laughs> no, we, I love when moms brag. I love when parents brag, but something about like, when your mom brags, especially when you grew up with a mom who just had very high standards and easily yeah. can critique, right. when when she starts to compliment and give you your props, you're like, oh, I'm really doing something right, right if exactly. you are saying it out loud. Like, right. okay. Exactly, right. It's almost like when a kid compliments you. It's like, like yeah. you know, from the heart. And so- Exactly. Yeah, it's very, it's very genuine and sincere. Like they actually really mean it. And that's the same energy. I think that like, hard to please moms give too <laughs> for sure 100% from one girl with, to another with hard to please yeah. very critical mothers for your mom's sure. a Libra too right my mom is a leo oh <laughs> and but my mom so my mom has libra and leo in her big three as well okay but she my mom has a libra moon and a leo sun got it but guess what her rising is what gemini Pisces. <laughs> That's the problem. That's the problem, dude. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. she got a little bit of hater in her because she has oh, a Pisces oh, rising. Yeah. A little, yeah, a little, yeah, a little bit of, a little bit of woe is meanest in there. Yeah. Um. But no, she. That's my girl. You know, she is yeah. very critical. She's very honest. Like yesterday, I went out with my friends and. I, one of my favorite things to do when I'm home is like run through my mom's closet. Right. And like, we just, she's like, Oh, I totally forgot. I had that. And like, it's like buying new clothes for her. Cause she has so many, she forgets. Right. And so because she has so many, I'm like, mm, I know I can take a few jackets. You won't miss these, you know? So I'm like in between two jackets and I'm like, which one do you like? She's like, mm, like she, I'm like, I, she's like, she's sitting on the chair. I'm standing in front of her. And I'm like, what do you think of my outfit? And she's just looking me up and down. Like my mom has such a straight face. She's looking the me up and down. Grim, I can't. Yeah. And she's not saying anything. She just goes. And I like turn around, do a spin for her. And she goes, what happened to that other jacket? Go get the other one upstairs. <laughs> right. And I'm like, oh, okay. I'll go get it. 
And yep. then I go try it on and I'm like, okay, this is like a, a contender. Like this is cute, but I also like the one that I originally had on. So then I'm like, I'm torn. I'm a Libra. I can't decide anything for my, yep. you know, I'm so indecisive. So then yep. I FaceTime my sister and she likes the original jacket that I had on. And I'm like, go back to my mom. And I'm like, but what about, I try to make points to show her why this jacket may be better. She's like, I already told you the one I preferred. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's like, that's like cool. my mom and I like, I'm getting ready to go out and I'll like have on like a shirt that's like kind of sheer or like mm-hmm. I don't and she yeah. just, she just look, she'll just, she'll just get closer to the camera and be like, and I'm What's like, what, dude? yeah, I'm like what? She's just like, is that a shirt? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I'm 29. How do you think, how do you think I should be? How, I'm 29 and single. How yeah. Do you, how do you think I should be be dressing? You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, exactly. Like I'm not trying to look like I I shop at Loft or no shade of yeah. Loft, but you know, or Ann Taylor. You know, there's a there's a different right. right. And so like I'm like you know we just have different obviously tastes. So she just she grins me at grins me every time, and I'm like this is why I need to stop calling you, Loki. Yeah, it's humbling, but like I still yeah. go to her because I'm like you're gonna keep it two thousand percent honest. So that's what I need right now. Exactly. Right. Thank I you, mean, mother. I mean, right. I mean, they're reliable. If anything, they're consistent. So yes, that's appreciated. Appreciated. I love 100%. Yeah. yeah. Okay. My favorite question to ask is in which ways, in what ways are you dramatic and delusional? Oh, I mean, I'm, I'm a type A Leo. So I think naturally I'm just dramatic. Uh, mm-hmm. Everything mm-hmm. bad that happens feels like the world's ending, but you know, <laughs> therapy is helping to, to melt that out to meld it out, to, to be a little bit less dramatic. Um, because I mean, I think anyone, your, your mind can wander when like things aren't going how you think they should go. So mm-hmm. it feels like the world's ending or you come to all these like conclusions. So that's the way that I'm dramatic. Um, I also am a, the only girl, youngest child. I have a black bald headed father. So <laughs> I, I've always I've always gotten my way. You got you got all the points right there. Yeah, I've I've always gotten my way. So and for those who don't know what having a black bald headed dad means, you're just extremely spoiled. Yeah. It is your way always. Like yeah. yep, like always. No, there's nothing that my dad w- have hasn't given me, wouldn't give me. I can mention yeah, and even when I'm home now, I'll be like, you know, I'll say I. He's just so so nurturing so kind he's a virgo mm-hmm. so nurturing and he's a middle child so he just gives like very calm cool collected energy yeah so he he's just so he's just so nice and nurturing and anytime i'm presented with a problem he fixes it immediately he you know in college i had a moped like which that was really normal i went to michigan state so it was really normal mm-hmm. to have a moped, but like i mentioned it once he did the research and dropped it off to me at school two months later like you know yeah like i've always gotten what i wanted so that's why i'm dramatic and, and sometimes it the bratness part of being spoiled can can come out when it's mm-hmm. things don't go my way so there's definitely the dramatic part but um, in terms of delusion, I mean, starting a business is being 98% delusional for sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, in 100%. my mind, Girls Who Collab is already a billion dollar business and is really successful and everyone loves it. Everyone knows about it. It's the best thing that's ever happened to people. So that's how I, I move forward with my business plan. <laughs> that's my business plan. Yes. Yeah. That is, is that it's the best thing that any, anyone sees it, thinks it's the best idea they've ever, they've ever heard and, and seen. So, um, it's, I mean, you have to be delusional. Like that, that is the fuel 
that keeps people going. Is exactly. That it's going to work out. It's going to be successful. It has no option. My, right. You know, my heart of pleased mother told me, I was like, yeah, I'm, I, I told, I told her before I was like, I'm going to quit. Or like, you know, if it's going to, I was like, you need to start helping with these newsletters or it's going to fail. She's like, well, it has no option to fail. I'm like, right. Which that was my inner monologue, but for her to mm-hmm. be goes to show who I was raised by. Exactly. You know? So, um, so yeah, the, the delusional part is that I, I wouldn't be here if I wasn't delusional. I wouldn't be reaching out to brands be like, Hey, can you donate these products? If I wasn't delusional, like, mm-hmm. I, and, I th- and them, I mean, if they don't respond, I'm like, oh, they're just working on it, you know? They're, yeah, yeah. They're getting the okay from the boss and they're going to get back tomorrow, <laughs> you know? So like, I mean, you have to be, you, ha- you have to be delusional. To me, delusional, but you have to be realistically delusional. For sure. That, what, like, you that's know, the key. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that nothing's going to get done until I do it myself. Mm-hmm. But the confidence that I have is from the delusion. Like hoping that it's going to work out, knowing that, you know, it has a chance and knowing that like, this is, this is a risk, but it's still, again, it's still going to work out is the delusional part. And it's, and that's, what's being fueled. So yeah, I mean, I think the, you're the, a girl who gets it, Elise, yeah. you're a girl who gets it. Yeah, I, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Yeah. And, and that's absolutely right. Like we can have all of these desires. We can have all of these aspirations, but if you are not taking tangible steps yeah. It is not going to come it to happens. fruition. Right. It right. is not going to fall out of the sky. No, and they need, you need, doesn't work if, yes. If you and you, yeah. and you need to like have, it has to be realistic, right? Like, so it's like, right. if you are, if you've never been to medical school, but you want to be a medical doctor, like you can't just think you're going to become a medical doctor without going to medical school, right? Exactly. Like you have to do steps that, align and make sense to get you to the goal even if these steps aren't like the end like I know I'm not going to be here long but I'm learning something that's going to be necessary to get me to where I'm trying to go it's all like you remember in school we had to learn like hero's journey as a story archetype you know like the journey of like the lessons you have to learn or the process you have to go through to achieve a goal that's what it's like to be dramatic and delusional like a yes. friend of mine and I, we always say like this expression sink or swim. Well, for us, it's not sink or swim. It's swim or swim faster. Like sinking exactly. isn't an option. So we're either going to get there or get there faster. I love that. No. Yeah. I mean, and you know what, what everyone says or what my mom says is um, prayer without works is fruitless. Like, exactly. You can pray all you want. You can try to manifest as all, all you want, but if you're not taking the steps to make it come true, then it's never going to. So mm-hmm. again, you can't just fall off the sky. You can't start a business by sitting on your ass. You can't, um, the TikToks aren't going to make themselves, you know, you, right. have pick, you have to pick up the phone, you have to edit it, you have to put it up there. So, um, you know, connections aren't going to be made unless you reach out. Like all those little steps are things that yield results. And so that's what's, that's, what's important. You, you have to, you have to work for it. And, and one of my friends was telling me too, the other day, she was like, she's like, I mean, honestly, at least like you execution is the hardest part. Like a lot of people have mm-hmm. ideas, they never execute them. And that's yes. the difference between people who succeed and who don't are the people who are, are actively executing their their dreams and their visions to get where they want to go. So yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, that that really is the recipe. You know, you can add some other spices in there to cater it to your palate, but just set the goal and put in the work to achieve the goal. Right. You know, 
and yeah. and go from there to be yeah. honest absolutely wow okay now let's reiterate where people can go to while we're on girls who collab where people can go to sign up for the newsletter what are the social media handles for girls who collab and your personal accounts let's just give them the rundown again okay so if you would like so to subscribe to the newsletter the link is in our instagram bio our instagram is at girls who collab and we're on tiktok at at girls who collab network and um my personal accounts for Instagram and TikTok are both Elise A. Alston, Elise spelled A-L-Y-S-E-A-A-L-S-T-O-N. So. Perfect. Lovely. And now let's finish it off on some lighter notes. Okay. Are you, you know what I was thinking <laughs> when it comes to influencers and content creators? Yeah. Do you remember like in the early 2000s, like the socialites who used to just like be out like the Paris Hilton, oh, yeah. like, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Where it's like, Paris didn't really have like, she, you saw her on some shows and like, she was famous because of her family and stuff. But I feel like influencers have kind of become like the new kind of like 2000s, like socialites type people like, oh, who's the who's who at this party? Or like, let me get to get them to this party because they're going to influence or make it seem hot or you know what I mean? Like, right. Exactly. It's crazy how things are just like reinvented all the time, but it's like the same. Oh thing. yeah. No, the trends. I mean, that just goes to like the whole Y2K uh, trend in general. Is that mm-hmm. just like think of the 2000s just being recycled and in, including being a socialite and including like the trendy girls for sure. Yeah. Who are the- some of your like favorite creators right now? Uh, so, I mean, I love anyone that's like a businesswoman on their, on their girl boss shit. For sure. So like the girl that made Odd Muse, like the those dresses that you've seen, yeah. probably Amy Smot Smalley. I don't I don't know mm-hmm. her last name, but she is a force to be reckoned with. I mean, in her first, I was reading an article about her in her first three months of watching Odd Muse, she made like one hundred thirty six thousand dollars. Wow, one hundred thirty six thousand dollars, and and she's grown really fast and exponentially, and now she has a storefront, and so just like hearing her talk and and seeing you know, she, she motivates me to keep going. Um, and then Alex Cooper has always been someone that I've just mm-hmm. like acknowledged and recognized as being just a force to be reckoned with. Like she, she has really pioneered the, the way for women in, in discussing like sexuality and all those things within the podcast world. Mm-hmm. Um, she's also is a Leo, so love her for that. Really? Uh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Is she, is she August or July? She's August. Yeah. oh okay the right kind <laughs> no right, exactly no she's the good kind she which actually I she did one episode about um that she had someone like do her astrology her chart yeah. and they were like, honestly the most successful people like to be successful you kind of you have to have Leo in your chart you mm-hmm. have to we're you know, made for the stage like, yeah and in, in, in the creative space she's like so that makes a lot of sense for her so um yeah she's a force she's a force to be reckoned with and she just she really has, I always look for synchronicities within life. That's just how mm-hmm. I, I, I live my day to day. And I, um, and so like, I'm, I'm looking for like, if this didn't happen, then I wouldn't have this. And and this put me this place. Right. And I'm looking for the reasoning between things. And, you know, Caller Daily started off with two people. And now it's only her and her and her, um, you know, ex-partner broke up and they, and, but if it wasn't for that, she would never met her fiance. And if she mm-hmm. wasn't, then she would have never like, help skyrocket where she is now and now they're business partners and made a whole 
creative network themselves podcast network themselves and all these other things so I'm just you know I'm just enamored by her and her story and how just mm-hmm. everything it's like even when it felt like it was falling apart all that came together in in a bigger way than she ever expected right um and then Bria Jones I love her mm-hmm. oh I've seen yes yes she yeah. does a lot of videos in her car right she's like a jeep yeah, she does okay. yeah yeah and and her bronco I think it's a bronco and okay um, she yeah and she I mean her hair is gorgeous I love her Mm -hmm. she's just so she's just so down to earth and relatable and she like you know she had like that little that little issue in the beginning of the year like with tart Mm. or whatever which you know tart is is already yeah it's whatever yeah right so with not you know not being prioritized and getting different treatment so she um so I'm just glad that she came back and didn't let that discourage her from continuing to conti- continuing to create content. So for sure, those, those are my those. I'll say those are my big three at the moment. Those are your big three. Those yeah. are your big three creators. Yeah. Oh my god, what are my my? Okay, I love Rana, and it's barely Bougie's best. Oh friend. yeah, yeah. I don't know Rana's like at, but I think it's Rana. I think she just goes by her name. Oh, okay. Yeah. She, I just love her style. I am obsessed with her style and I just eat it up. And I love the way she, what's important for me is how you engage with your audience. Yeah. Like she really engages with her audience very well, or at least just like, she, she doesn't know me, but like, because I comment and like give my two cents and like it aligns with her sometimes like I'll join her live and she'll be like Deja like you know oh, what I mean like really yes and my Leo self eats like oh she knows who I am <laughs> I'm dead <laughs> it, I, I love it, that it, you. Um, yeah um but no I I love I th- I just think she's like she has grown a lot in her TikTok pretty fast but I like yeah. how she still is very just like down to earth and it seems like she's still just like doing it for fun like she's just like I know this isn't real but I enjoy it and I'm just gonna do it yeah. um I think the best people who have like I think the zodiac signs that have the best style are I mean of course it's subjective to each person right like you just you have to have it but I just think Leo's and Libra's have such good style and I think to have both Leo and Libra in your big three just elevates you you know what I mean because what a Libra does a Libra knows how to embody an aesthetic like yeah. whatever that is, they know how to execute it perfectly and pay attention to so many details, whether that's style, whether that's home decor, like you can really identify a Libra, like, you know, if they know what they're doing yeah. and then like a Leo, like they're lavish, they're grand. So it's like, they're going to find that aesthetic that they like and then amplify it to the extreme. And so having both like we do, it's just a recipe yeah. of greatness. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, recipe for greatness for sure. <laughs> Perfect. I'm like, um, I'm, I'm like, we're, I'm like, we're not gonna, we're not gonna beat the ego allegations after this. <laughs> I don't not. care. I don't care. <laughs> right, I'm like, I'm fine with it. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> I'm living in my truth and being my authentic hey, self. Right, right. You wanted authenticity. You wanted relatability. Here it is. Here, Here it, it is. is. <laughs> listen, to dramatic, listen to the dramatic and delusional podcast if you want to actually see me be relatable for once. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Um, honestly, Elise and I's DMs just go back and forth of us sending Leo stuff to each other of house. <laughs> <That's what> it <laughs> is. Yeah. It's so big something about a Leo. It's like, oh, Leos are all that and and you know obsessed and, and yeah. Yeah. That's right. that's literally just 
video after video. And then it's just like, you should follow this girl. She has really great style. It's one or the other. And it's just like, like, and we're just like, exactly that part. They never mind. This is all like the responses. It's so funny. (laughs) Perfect. But thank you so much, Elise, for taking the time out to come and chat with me uh, as my first guest on Dramatic and Delusional and enlightening the listeners of your journey and your your path to not only developing your own brand identity for yourself, but then as well as taking that leap of faith and starting Girls Who Collab, which is a wonderful network that I'm happy to be able to be witness and have such a close perspective to. It does give me like my, it's like my souvenir to Chicago. Like it's still like my little link, although I still have so many people there that I love, like the newsletter keeps me on top of what's going on. Like, and I'm so excited. Yes, I'm so excited to see it grow to who knows, maybe it's even gonna reach other cities, you know, as it continues to expand. Um, But it has been beautiful to witness for sure. Thank you. No, your your feedback is invaluable. and, And you always text me like, I love this. You give me so such insightful feedback. So like I said, my, I mean, my network is everything and and that's in my own personal network is everything. And that's the energy that I want girls who collab to embody is that people who are starting, especially people who are just starting for them to, you know, feel supported in a way that they can like reach out or DM, DM me, DM me, mm-hmm. DM me specifically. I will, I will answer whatever um, for them just to feel supportive and just know that like they have someone, they have a backing, you know? We're your little online besties. We're your online community. When you yeah. need a person, we'll make sure to bring you in and mm-hmm. give you whatever you need exactly. um, in terms of supporting, in terms of support. So again, like, you know, all my friends that surround, surround myself with are like the best people, including you. So it's just, Thank it's just, you. Like that. that's just like what everyone needs. I think it's just like feedback, support, just to know that people care and are supportive and are watching and that they're like, you should keep doing it you know, for sure, for sure. And this is why it's so important to work laterally and be aware of the people who you surround yourself with, because you never know how you guys can work together to benefit, to elevate, not just one, but everyone involved. Exactly. And that's the goal. We don't, we don't want selfish people around, around at all. Yeah. Oh, I mean, communities thrive when they work together. So one of us wins, we all win. Exactly. 